big dog ball talk. And before we get into it, Jordan, oof, 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 oof. I'd like to I'd like to dedicate this one to a special woman in our lives, Katie. If you're listening, uh, Jordan, the Love Big you, Dog Katie. Ball Talk team, the entire Big Dog Ball Talk team. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know who that is, it's Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel, <laughs> and our, of course our helpful producer Alex Skos. Because uh, you know the three of us took, took a little bit of a company, another company retreat. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a company Christmas retreat early. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know we went to this uh, a, a beautiful, really nice. Uh, establishment uh very good yeah and uh we, we met a, 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 a great a great woman not the greatest pool player uh but uh-uh. uh yeah she was she was a firecracker out there that's for sure yeah yeah shout out wise guys st Clair avenue west uh you know st Clair stand up <laughs> uh beautiful beautiful bar uh yeah we uh you know what One it was a best. great time it was it was a great time uh, we had, you know, there was great service, uh, possibly even a legal service going on, but in the interest True. of, uh, of the customer, um, you know, we, and now, we, and now you've leaked out their address <laughs> and, uh, Wait. the name of the bar. Uh, I mean, sorry, this was somewhere on Dundas. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, we, uh, I agree, Matt, we had a great time and yeah, Katie, this is for you. Uh, I don't know how in God's name you would ever possibly find this podcast <laughs> to listen to it, but. In case, uh, in case you did, but also, Katie, you got to start calling your shots in pool. Uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the lucky ones. You know, you get the the nice bounce. You claim you you you. That's what you were trying to do. No one believed it, least of all me. Uh, and I, I wiped the floor with you. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a competitive matchup. Uh, you know, I, I tried to clutch out for Katie and I, but uh, just just wasn't in the cards here. No, uh, she was she was busy on the jukebox. Uh, can't 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 hurt. Can't uh, can't falter for that. Uh, no. But everybody, welcome, welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn and Jordan Flegel, and uh, it's time to get into the the wild NBA weekend. And it was after actually Friday the the, the news that we're going to kind of start off uh, the show with. Uh, so it's it's been a minute since this has happened, but uh, Giannis and Ladders do not mix. <laughs> uh, if you if you thought if you thought they did before, the now you finally have your answer. Uh, you know, after that 76ers game uh, on Friday, in, and this was in Philadelphia as well, uh, which does does make a big difference for the story for anyone that has missed it. But uh, after the game, Giannis Tedekumpo going up to the, uh, the 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 maintenance workers, the arena staff who are trying to take down the rim, and he wants to get some extra shots up. He wants to put that work in. He's got that mamba mentality. Uh, but they pretty much just tell him, uh, "Kick rocks. We're we're we got to take this shit down." I got a wife and kid at home, uh, and he says, "Yeah, fuck your wife and kid." And he takes the ladder and throws it onto the ground, uh, and then continues to brick free throws for another half an hour until the unlikely hero of Montrez Harrell comes out to steal the ball and tell him he has to get off his court so he can play. And now we have the big drama of the Antetokounmpo brothers. Versus Montrez Harrell, uh, <laughs> but also Montrez Harrell may have the uh, you know the the faith of NBA arena operation managers from all over the uh, the the league right now because uh, you know, he really he really stood up for them kind of yeah <laughs> yeah well you know I, I definitely think yeah Giannis was kind of in the wrong there on an opposing court to to go and try and sort of treat it like it was kind of his area to do whatever he wanted with I get yeah. that. But man, I want to know. I want to know, and you know, I want to know what that crew member needed to put a massive ladder that reached right underneath mm-hmm. the rim. <laughs> Why did that need to go there? They don't. That's not how they take down the rim. I don't think he was changing out the mesh. 
You just pull something the and the rim comes down. So I just want to say I fucking love it because I think that that worker was just like, no, I'm a Philly fan. Fuck you. I'm going to put this ladder mm-hmm. here for no reason. But I love it. I love the passion of, of Philly fans. I mean, you know, they're great. They'll they'll turn on the Sixers. If they have a bad quarter, yep. they'll start booing them faster than any other mm-hmm. fan base. But they're so passionate, you know, at the end. Yeah, if you honest, they, they got the win. Sixers beat the, the the Bucks there, and yeah, Giannis missing free throws was a big part of that, and 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 they just said fuck you, uh, you're not shooting on our court because also at that same time that was happening, Montrez was getting shots up on the other side, so I'm sure they could have yeah. been doing something else, um, you know, uh, so, some other task, uh, you know, in terms of taking down or changing over the court that didn't involve that ladder, uh, and Giannis probably shouldn't have pushed it over. Like at that point, just you know. Uh, cut your losses just go go fly home to milwaukee you can shoot all night i'm sure mm-hmm. uh but uh you know it, uh, so yeah Giannis definitely in the wrong there but a little over the top from philly but philly's always over the top and montrez uh i don't know how i feel about montrez doing this because uh you know is he just trying to get minutes is, is that is he trying to you know puff out his chest and you know go to doc rivers tomorrow and like look i stood up for our team uh you know can, can i actually <laughs> You know, going to be the sixth man again? Uh, I don't know. It's funny that it was that it was him of all people, uh, but uh, I I like this feud. I like this beef. Yeah, he he's a smoke chaser. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's not afraid to to rough it up. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's funny because yeah, then after the game, uh, obviously they're kind of jawing back and forth because uh, Montrez to stop Giannis from shooting just takes the ball <laughs> yeah. uh, and says that he needs the whole. But then court Giannis to work comes out. back. Giannis comes back with two balls from the from the yeah. locker room. Insane, and then and then Thanasis comes out, and uh, Thanasis and Montrez are arguing, and it, and it does kind of sound, and I, I, I feel like it's probably wrong, but uh, it sounds like Montrez Harrell tells Thanasis that he will beat his ass. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, that's that's always a that's always a good thing to hear. I think when you want these two teams to have a rivalry, the only problem is if you have two bench like bench yeah, riders that have the rivalry, this doesn't really help with anything. Uh, so I mean, if maybe if they want to like, uh, they they can play for a ten day in uh, like another season from now. Uh, yeah. I'll, who am I kidding? The NASA's will have a contract as long as you're honest with Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he probably should be playing in like uh, the Taiwan League. We'll get to later, <laughs> but uh, Shanghai Sharks maybe even I don't know. Uh, that would be a step up. Yeah, that'd but, be too yeah, good. It's, it, it's interesting just to like to I, I I just don't get why players. Yeah, as you said. There's a like you can just go back and shoot at your practice facility, or if you're on the road, man, go do something else. Yeah, I know. there's a billion and one other things you should be doing. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't have that grind mentality like uh, some of these other these players, like Giannis. But I mean, bro, your free throw form not gonna get fixed uh, after a full day's uh, worth of training and then uh, a game against the Sixers. There's no way you're gonna start shooting, you know, eighty percent. Uh, from the line, but you yeah, know what? Especially when you're still breaking them. But the thing is, I feel like this whole situation really shows who Giannis is. At the same time, like, mm. like he he clearly takes this whole thing, like, and by this whole thing, I mean playing professional basketball way more seriously than any any star that would have came up. You know, you know, especially anyone from the United States, because mm-hmm. you know he he literally got out of like you know poverty and and and. You know, he, he brought his whole family, you know, over here from Greece where they were selling shit on the streets. Uh, did you, you watch know, the uh, the Disney movie? I did not watch the Disney movie, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to get to it. Gonna... Looks, looks, <laughs> no, it looks like shit. Uh, anyway. But, Sorry, uh, 
but like he he this this is real for him. Like this is this is not just you know this is more than just mm-hmm. you know uh, you know the dream to play in the NBA and everything. And I, you know a lot the, the story is obviously the same for a lot of American stars as well. You know who who grew up uh, you know in uh, bad circumstances. You know the, the yeah. anyone you know across the league has you know a similar story. But for Giannis specifically coming you know halfway across the world, like uh, like you know and he's been open about it. And uh, and yeah, I think just very clearly he 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 does not take this for granted, and he he wants to be you know better every season. He comes back better. He works harder probably than any of, of you know the top stars, or just as hard as any other star mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, even though he's probably considered you know by us and a lot of people the best player in the league right now. So yeah, I think it's uh, you know, but like you said. He's also a guy who, you know, he didn't really grow up with, like, American basketball culture. Like, I know a lot of these, you know, other guys probably, yeah, they wouldn't have shot a million free throws because they know that's not going to really, you know, help, especially immediately after a game. Uh, Like, you can work on it maybe the next day or something. But I think that's just, that's how much he cares about it. And that's how much he's just like, no, I I missed a bunch of free throws tonight. I'm going to go fucking shoot 100 right now. Uh, And I think that... Yeah, it just shows how seriously t- he takes it. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's a good thing. But it can, uh, yeah. If it's on in the opposing arenas, Giannis, you know, let this be a lesson, I guess. Just just walk away. Uh, but yeah, yeah. at the same time, you know, he, the the Bucks did lose, so it's not like he was rubbing it in their face. Like it's not like he was going out there and. You know, True, fucking yeah, dunking yeah. up and down the court just for fun. Like he was, he, he did lose. So Philly, you know, you you got the last laugh there. So you know, but I love the passion on either side. Yeah. Well, again, I I, I think that it it really goes down to the the one that arena worker that said no because I feel like ninety nine percent of the time, almost anywhere else, that's any what I'm saying. Only in Philly, they would have let them do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I would like to know what that situation uh, was like because, yeah, Giannis was just like, hey, can you move this? And then the guy, you can see him just shaking his head no. So yeah. I don't know what the what what, what could have been. Like, maybe there's something, something wrong with the rim. Uh, so, maybe, oh, maybe there's that faulty, maybe there's a faulty rim. All those uh, the oh, Philly fans was, like talking about, they like talking about fake rims. trying and, to cover uh, it up. Rims. Mm-hmm. They didn't want Giannis to play with it and go, hey, this is a little funny. This is a little fishy. <laughs> A little sussy, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I might go big brain on this. I think that Philly might be tampering yeah. with the rim yeah. at home, trying to get themselves an advantage. Uh, and that guy with the glasses and the, he had a mustache. Uh, yeah. The for Philly, you know, I think that guy, he might be, uh, you might have to investigate that. Uh, FBI, CIA, everybody, get on that guy. Uh, he's, he's shaving points. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Some, I mean, something fishy is definitely going on in Philly, Matt. I mean. The Phillies uh, getting all the way to the World Series too. Mm-hmm. That didn't that didn't smell right to me. Uh, I, I didn't yep. uh, that 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 was you like something's going on there. Um, I wouldn't don't put worry. It past the Flyers them. fucking suck, so they're not going anywhere. <laughs> well, the Eagles, uh, but the, yeah, the they almost lost to the Colts. <laughs> so that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, Jeff Saturday, what a coach. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. These teams will uh, meet up again later. Yeah, uh, hopefully down the road, stoke so. a rivalry a little bit here, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll get yeah. something. And fun who going. knows? It, uh, it could potentially be at this rate be a first round playoff series because the Sixers are looking at the bottom of the the playoff picture <sighs> here, and uh, the the Bucks look like they're going to sit firmly at the top. So uh, we'll have to wait and see how that all goes. But yeah, uh, a team that. We haven't seen in the playoffs for, uh, you know, it, their absence has been longer than anybody else uh, in the NBA. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, what? Uh, on a six-game win streak, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, sporting the best points per game 
in the NBA since I believe the 1984 Denver Nuggets, if, I, if I'm recalling correctly, Bro. Like that, which, I, which I think is weird because it's like when you think of the top scoring offenses per game, you wouldn't think the 80s, right? Uh, well, no I'm, defense. I'm, I'm, that that was back. I think it was the Nuggets and the Pistons in the 80s sometime that ha- still still has the highest scoring game of all time. It was like one yeah, whatever yeah. it was, one whatever. That I feel like, yeah, that it's not uh, a crazy offensive firepower. It's just awful defense being played yeah, on both yeah. sides. But uh, but yeah, the uh, the Sacramento Kings, uh, the the number one offense, number one points per game, uh, and they've looked they've looked strong uh, so far. And then in the six game win streak alone, uh, I mean they've got. Like I, I actually, when I was looking through this, I was expecting to find an easy trend to kind of myth bust the Sacramento Kings' fraudulent run yeah. that they're currently on. Uh, but it's inconclusive right now. We still have some time. Uh, but I will say this: in the six-game win streak that the Kings have had, uh, you know, we look around. The Cavaliers, good win, good win, good. You know, if you're going to score, score against them, 127 to 120. The Lakers. Uh, score 120 on them again. Another one of those top defenses. But then you got the Warriors, the Nets, the Spurs, and the Pistons. The Spurs have the worst defensive rating in the NBA. <laughs> the Pistons are are not far behind. Same with the Warriors. They're yeah. not uh, no. they're not great on defense. Nets are middle of the pack. The Cavs and the Lakers are good wins. That yeah, I'm not yeah. going to take away from them. Uh, look, those are two top ten defensive rated teams. Uh, but the last four wins all against pretty uh pretty shitty teams. So that's all I'm saying. I, I see some people really going on and you know we're we're kind of we're going to break this down. Like how good do you think this uh this uh this Kings team is uh, you know eventually going to turn out to be cuz we said even before they might have one more move to make. I think it could be uh worthwhile doing and capitalize on the success and maybe finally find their way into the playoffs uh, cuz I think they're going to want to avoid uh getting into the play in at all costs. I think it has to be playoffs or nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean we talked about them, and I I think we were both higher on them than like like normally we are on Kings teams. But then they dropped yeah. a, a couple at the beginning, like lost a few bad games, and we were out yeah. immediately. But then right after that, they they brought us, you know, they they came right back. Now after this segment, they're gonna lose like eight in a row now, uh, yeah. you know, no doubt. But of course. um, you know, they they've just they they've looked great, and like ultimately. Yeah, how good they're going to be. They, they should be aiming, like, you know, with this roster and, and w- what they're showing right now, they absolutely should be aiming for the playoffs and will and should, it, you know, if they miss out on the play-in, uh, I, I think I said this too, if they miss out on the play-in, it's just because they're bad. Like, they're they're just, yeah. they're, 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 like, because, and that they've screwed up because this team is good enough to, to make the play-in and possibly even, yeah, the, the, the back half, or, or back end, I should say, of the uh, the, the the playoffs. Like, um, mm-hmm. they, they they brought in all these guys who know how to play. Kevin Herter's been awesome for them. Malik Monk's yeah, been playing been well amazing. for them. Uh, you know, Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, who's, who's been there now for a while. Like, he's still showing why he's a useful veteran, you know, at his position. He's been perfect for them. Uh, Terrence mm-hmm. Davis, uh, you know, who, uh, like, you know, has kind of been up and down and who the Raptors let go for off-court issues you know he's he's been uh playing well there as well uh you you've got Rashawn Holmes who's you know big you know in the middle and and you've got your yeah your your big two Fox and Sabonis and Keegan Murray who hasn't played has has Murray even played the last little bit or he's he's still been out because I haven't been able to uh he he missed some time I'm not sure if he's back at this point yeah he's back 13 points oh there we go shooting against the Pistons right right okay so and yeah you've got Keegan Murray uh and like 
if you're looking at it, one, two, three, four, five, six players averaging over 12 points a game, which is a big mm-hmm. reason why they've got, yeah, but highest points per game, second best offense, you know, in the, in the NBA by by rating, I believe. And and the thing I like about them is they really move the ball. Like if you watch them, they're they're pinging it around. I mean, Fox and Sabonis, you you're you're, you're big two. 6.5 assists per game for Fox, six assists for Sabonis. Like Sabonis mm-hmm. is doing the thing that kind of makes him kind of stand out. And he's, he's you know, you know, interior passing, you know, swinging it out to the perimeter, like finding these guys who are able then to hit shots. Uh, and uh, Di- He's Diet Jokic. Di- he is. And, you know, he's, he's, he's really, really having a good season, you know, uh, 10 boards. Uh, and he's only averaging, uh, you know, he's averaging 17 and a half points per game. But I... I it's better, you know, if he's just going to hover around there, you know, around just just below twenty. I think that's fine. Scoring is clearly mm-hmm. not their issue, but if he can be that guy, that connector, who you can, you know, feed it to him up at you know up at the elbow, you know, in the high post and run offense through him, it's it's worked really really well. And like, yeah, you've, you've got guys making shots. Like if you look, you know, speaking of Terrence Davis and Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter's shooting forty nine percent from three. Like he's fucking yeah, he's been on fire. Yeah. Terrence Davis over forty percent as well too this year. Um, you know, and a few other guys kind of hovering right around that 40, like Malik Monk's 36%, you know, that's, that's good for him. Like they're, they're really, and and I, I, like you said, I don't think that's just fluky. I think it's the offense they're running. That's getting these guys really good, wide open shots. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, like you, you've got Sabonis who, again, you can kind of run through in the half court, but De'Aaron Fox is still that firecracker, that guy, if he gets the ball, you know, off the rim or, you know, in a kick out, he's going to go end to end, you know, in the blink of an eye. He might be one yeah. of the fastest, you know, point guards in the league. You know, I think it's him or maybe John Morant, uh, you know, a few other guys you could throw in there, but he's, uh, you know, he, he he gives them another dimension. Um, and so, yeah, offensively, these guys can play fast. They, they're they much improved in the half court. They're, they can shoot it. Uh, the only thing... And it's ironic because it's Mike Brown, you know, the defensive coach uh, who they've just picked up. They're they're one of the worst, uh, you know, by rating. They're 27th in the league in defense right now. Yep. So if they actually want to be serious, if they want to like, you know, get to the playoffs, plan and then win, like get get through it somehow. They 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 need to get like ideally up another perimeter defender and then an interior defender. They basically have not a single interior defender right now. Like they're playing yeah. Metu uh, and trying to trying to piece it together with him, but he's not uh, he, he's not all that good. Uh, you know, he's still an undersized center. Uh, you he's know, still, he's pretty raw. He, he he's raw. Like he he can be athletic. He shows some things. You know, Rashawn Holmes too, a decent defender when he's out there, but n- 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 like. Not near the level you need if if you're going to be a, a team that's actually taken seriously. And to be clear, yeah, you know maybe the Kings are fine with this. You know, just making it in the playoffs, being competitive. Oh, that's I think 100. Like that's all. I, like I think that's all you just need. Making the playoffs, even oh, if they yeah. get swept, I don't really think they give a shit. No, they no. just want to make the playoffs. Yeah, they just want to get in there and build off it. You know, you've still got a bunch of young guys. Um, and again, you know, you got Davion Mitchell who defends, but all he can really defend is point guards. Maybe the odd shooting guard. He's he's too small to mm-hmm. do anything else so so yeah defensively they just need to upgrade the personnel and that that you know I, I don't know i think it's a debate do you think you you would you trade harrison barnes matt for the right package of you know uh, decent defenders because i think he's on expiring or close to and you know other teams would would want him but i i don't know like would you be a buyer if i if i was if i if i was sacramento i think i'd be a buyer and trying to upgrade this 100 percent Hundred yeah. percent, yeah, and that's uh, that's kind of what we talked about on the Friday podcast uh, with some of those hypothetical trades there uh, yeah. with the Kings. Uh, 
But yeah, no, I think you 100% have to get an upgrade on defense because eventually, uh, and this happens with any, uh, you know, team, any in, in any sport, this happens, you know, high-powered offenses eventually hit a wall. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that that means permanently, um, you know, but the, the Kings are due to have like, just a stinker of a night. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe even two in a row uh, that are going to, you know, shake some heads and then, you know, they'll come back to earth because they are playing at a really, really high level right now. But eventually teams are going to figure out a way to stop them. One injury is all it takes as well to just completely, uh, you know, falter everything and, you know, knocking on wood. Uh, I'm not wishing that on anybody. Yeah. Uh, but this is a... Uh, it, 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 this is a team that I think is destined to have to face some adversity at some point if they don't get some you know, tougher, intense defenders. Because Fox, zero playoff experience, nothing uh, in that sort of big games. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis, CJ, De'Aaron Fox. The the guys who have the most experience here that can really you know help try and push would be Barnes and Herter. Yeah. Yeah, and Herder being one of those guys, that's not going to work either because you know, he's not a leader. He's just there to you know, he's he's the shooter. Yeah, uh, and he, he does a great job in that role, but you can't expect much from him, especially when he's probably the worst defender on your team. Uh, yeah, he, so he should it, be better than he is. Like he's got size, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah not great. He's a what? He's a honky. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it, this team has a lot of you know good things, and as, as you said, like when we came into the M, like the NBA season this year, you know we thought this team could have potential. They could be decent, but again, it's 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 right now. If they're going to just have to live and die by out shooting and outscoring teams, it's just not a recipe that, for success. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I think yeah. that you, I think you take a little bit of a knock on your offense. Like, it, like Harrison Barnes again, he's chipping in twelve points and six rebounds. You can get twelve and six from a guy who actually plays like very good defense. And Harrison Barnes again, not the worst defender. No, in the he's, world. he's he's just, he's fine. But I, yeah, yeah, that's where you could. A guy you could ship out to to yeah turn into something better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I it's tough though because there's not a lot of guys you know on the market just kind of you know open for for business. Like you know the three and D wing is one of the most sought after things. But like you know I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah. What about what about Draymond? What if you go and uh, you know convince the Warriors to give you Draymond? You know him and Sabonis up there would work decently well, I think. Uh, you you you'd have a guy who could be a lot of passing. It, it, it would, yeah. You know, uh, it, it's not the perfect fit, but someone like that. I don't think what I don't think they should do, even though I'm saying they need like rim protecting, is go and get like a big center. Uh, mm-hmm. No, they, they don't because need the so don't do the Sabonis at the four. That's thing the again. thing. We Just already tried it. We and we yeah. like it, it, Sabonis again as a defender. We saw this fucking you know it's the exact same thing with uh, you know Cat in Minnesota. If you got a, well, a big guy who's uh, not the not the greatest defender, the yeah. worst thing you can do is make him play a bunch of minutes at the four in this this mm-hmm. day's you know NBA. So Sabonis so has got to be your five. You want like a you know a rangy guy like like the prototype would be like an OG Ananobi type or maybe someone even a little bit bigger who can play the four next mm-hmm. to Sabonis, shoot it a little bit, and can defend bigs. Uh, we're like right down you know a cross position. You know I know that's kind of you know the wish list. Every team would fucking want that, but. Mm-hmm. Someone get the closest iteration you can to that. Um, you know, right now that's Harrison Barnes, but I think he's just a little on the small side and, and you know, a little, you know, you, you could always even just use another guy uh, like that. Um, you know, uh, whatever you can do. Yeah. Personnel wise, personnel wise to uh, to improve this defense. I, I think it'll work because if, if Mike Brown 
has the horses. He, he knows how to put it all together and make a good, competent defensive team. Like he was, he's been with the Warriors. You know, he's 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 seen it in his other stops. You know, Cleveland and other places uh, that that he can put together a good defense. But right now, I just he just doesn't have the guys. So I, I'd love to see them go for it too. You know, what else? What else do the Kings have to lose? They they've got yeah, 100 they, percent. They, you know, they want to make the playoffs above all costs. So I I, I want to see them be super aggressive here. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes, and we'll see if the beam will uh, the shine beam. once more. Uh, the beam you know, team. For the, for the Sacramento I Kings. I fucking love the beam. Uh, but to, to move on here, you know, I kind of teased it a little bit. Uh, it was one of the most godlike performances. Sometimes athletes just have these, uh, you know, that looks like they're just unstoppable. Everything's going right for them, and they might just be, uh, they might just be Greatest the goat, ever. reincarnated. Yeah. And uh, I think Dwight Howard's Taiwan debut might have just shown that. Uh, you know, the, 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 he, he comes into this league, uh, and you know, it's, it's a competitive league, I guess, but this is why I always think it's so funny when, you know, uh, and I, I think we've talked about this, uh, you know, briefly on the podcast before as well, when, uh, you know, of course the, if there's like a really strong powerhouse, uh, college team, yeah. oh, could they beat, could they beat the worst NBA team? <laughs> So Dwight Howard, 36 years old, was barely even being – he couldn't even, like, sniff two minutes off the bench uh, no. in the NBA last season. And when he was on the court, looked pretty bad uh, for for most of it, especially mm-hmm. offensively. Dwight Howard drops 38-25 rebounds, 38 points, 25 rebounds, Legend. nine assists, four blocks uh, for the Taiwan – no, that, that seems like I'm going to be in trick here. <laughs> no, the no. Leopards. Yeah, there The Leopards. Go. Uh, but yeah, 38, 38 and 25. Like, I mean, Dwight Howard, you know, 25 rebounds. That's not, uh, like unheard of, especially for Dwight. Uh, you know, he's done that before, uh, the NBA, but 38 points plus the 25 boards plus, you know, he's guarding the rim. Uh, and and the assist was a weird thing too. You know, everyone always says he used to be a point guard in high school. So maybe, uh, this is a unlocked, uh, Dwight Howard. Maybe he'll average 50 points here and then come back to the NBA and be amazing for the last two years of his (laughs) career. Uh, cause he's even like, maybe they should have been letting this guy shoot. He was pulling up from, uh, you know, he was taking middies and they were, they were rimming around and bouncing around. It was world's, uh, craziest uh, Um, travel, but they still went in. (laughs) His jump shot is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like watching Dwight Howard shoot, like they they went in, but oh, it's 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 not pretty. But you know, point by yell butter. Point point Dwight is hilarious. Like he was he was dribbling around people and going right to the rim, like laying it up. Uh, yeah. Like I've never seen him look so so agile. Uh, you know, the, whoever that other team was, they got to sure up their defense. Talking about the Kings, yeah, true. You let Maybe they Dwight can Howard, the Kings. yeah, uh, like this. Uh, it, it, I mean, it, but it was cool to see. It was amazing. I mean, Twitter, Twitter loved it. And even before mm-hmm. you see, he got the fucking stick of chicken at the night market. Uh, mm-hmm. in yeah, he was, crazy. he was really loving it. I loved, I love Dwight. I, 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 I always want Dwight to be like having a good time, living, living a great life, like far away from, from, from me in this side of the world. I want him to go over there, uh, be he's less annoying, uh, and I, I, I love it. I love seeing him succeed. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, thirty-eight twenty-five. That's no joke. That's like Jimmer, uh, you know, numbers over there in China. Uh, uh, you yeah, know, Taiwan is not China. Legend. I know, uh, but. Uh, but speaking of that, Matt, I mean, Dwight, he's there in Taiwan. What if, you know, there, there's, you know, internationally, there's, there's you know, there's been rumblings. China's got their eye on Taiwan. Uh, something crazy could happen. Could Dwight be the the, the great Taiwanese defender? Uh, and, and, Maybe. And, and just, you know, all by himself, take on the Chinese army? Could you yeah, see that happening, the, Matt? I, I could see it happening. I could see sure. it happening I mean, pretty clearly. Uh, 
he he could be the big delegate you know it's like in yes. uh the the movie troy where they don't want to <laughs> do all at war so they just send out their champion and uh, dwight would... we've actually got this guy yeah dwight yeah. howard <laughs> and then dwight would come out and he would come he would be storming and everyone would be cheering and he'd have his hands up and he would take on whoever but who would he uh, fight I, oh Gee, would it i have to he, would it be? i have to fight Yao. oh my god mm-hmm. yeah the rivalry's back Yao, battle battle oh. to the death oh. that could be good uh, go to be clear, we're, we're not we're, we're not making light of a uh, a serious international uh, sort of situation over there. But uh, good for Dwight. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Dwight, it's good to see him yeah, resurge his career a little bit here. Uh, I, I kind of think it's funny when guys get to go do this and then they're just insane. Because like, again, he's so past oh, yeah. his prime and he's averaging these insane numbers. Uh, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Like, I genuinely think that if Giannis went and played in uh, this Taiwan league, he could average a hundred points and fifty rebounds yeah. like Wilt did yeah. in the NBA. Oh yeah, uh, like if if he actually went out there and like gave his all, and you know he's shooting free throws and he's fighting guys uh, after the games as well. I think for sure he could do that uh, because it, it's. It's, I think yeah. when you have the size and the athleticism, like there's just that, again, that's the biggest thing in the NBA is that like some of these guys don't have the skill and they will take guys who have less skill yeah. over uh, the, you know, they'll take, they'll take the, the athletic guy because they can turn him into a skillful player. Yeah. Uh, and that's what always happens. Uh, and, that, and that's the thing. I think this Taiwan league, probably a lot more skill players than athletes. And uh, Dwight Howard just bullied his way and big dog. Oh yeah. And insane. <laughs> and I'm sure this isn't, this isn't going to be the only game. I'm sure he'll, He'll probably, uh, you know, he'll probably have another. Like, he'll have a fifty game at some point. He'll have a fifty ball, uh, yeah. maybe a maybe a fifty rebounds or something insane. I don't know, but uh, uh, this isn't. I don't. Even, I'm calling it right now. This isn't going to be Dwight's best stat line. Yeah, uh, of the year, I guarantee. You. Unless they start hackashacking him. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious too. But I mean, you know, we we we. People don't know this, maybe, but we monitor every single basketball league in the in the world, and we pick a big dog. Uh, we do. We only release the NBA, sure. but I think, you know, Dwight's in the league, the Taiwanese league. He's he's mm-hmm. up there, big dog of the year so far. He's he's uh, probably the top contender. There's a few other guys who are close, but uh, yeah, if yep, he if yep. he keeps this up, uh, he's got it in the bag. First one ever for Dwight. Never thought I'd I never thought I'd give the award to Dwight, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. It's fun. I, I would love to go, you know, I would love to be like, I, I've always wanted to go on like, you know, a, a trip to Asia, South Asia, you know, go around. I'd love to go to Taiwan. That would be so funny to just be on a trip to Taiwan and then go see a basketball game and see all these random ass old NBA stars uh, putting up insane fucking numbers, just dominating. Uh, that's that's a new bucket yeah. list of mine, man. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, I think that uh, Yu Cheng Du uh, could oh, he's be doing possibly good. a big dog there. He's yeah. doing great. Uh, you know, 30 points per game. I mean, that, you got to res- show some respect to that. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even, uh, maybe even I, I don't know, Tony Bishop. That guy's 12, 12 rebounds. Oh, but yeah, Yu Cheng Du, 17 boards. I mean, <laughs> how can you argue with yeah. that? Uh, yeah. He, he, uh, he might be second, wait, right hold on, of these. Diamond Stone. I'm looking through. He's still Diamond Stone's loose. over there. Diamond Stone is playing in uh, the T1 league. This is incredible. I've got to start wow. watching this. I do, who? Okay, now this is we're just we're unraveling here. But now I got to remember who who's the guy who's the guy that died. I thought Diamond Stone was dead. No, I don't. Oh, was he? Well, Diamond Stone was a center who played for Maryland, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, th- I thought he died. Oh, who is the guy? Who are we died? thinking? We're not, uh, you know, not Royce White. Someone died, tell us. 
Did it, no. Well, Royce that, Rano, but, he was boxing. I thought. I don't know. Oh. I don't know, man. I thought. What was, what was his name? Like. Uh, <laughs> No, he it was some, it was an it was an unusual uh, name. Uh, ah, whatever. So, I'm glad Diamond Stone. Glad that you're back alive. Uh, unless he unless it was Diamond Stone, he faked his death and went to Taiwan. Is that what went on? But then, and then he kept his name and yeah. just didn't hide anything. Yeah, and no I mean, one has there. noticed until right now. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, whoever it is that did. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though, Matt. I can't think of who it is that did tragically die. I'm not sure. Uh, well, it was a basketball player, though, right? Yeah, yeah, and he a had co- a, a, a unique name. Oh man! Well, clearly it wasn't Diamond Stone. You know, good on Diamond Stone. No, I, I, you I know what? I love Diamond Stone. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Diamond Stone. I'm glad he's still playing. Uh, he was good at the, under, the, under, the Undertaker gong just hit. Yeah. Uh, but Taiwan, uh, <laughs> Taiwan, treat Dwight Howard right. Uh, Dwight, you just keep doing what you do, man. Uh, keep yeah. putting up those big numbers. Keep shooting uh, and to, to cap off today's podcast, uh, we're we're gonna talk about uh, a. a player who you know all-star level player last season uh who is currently not even in the nba and he might be finding his way back in uh to the nba possibly the in, in the very foreseeable future uh, miles bridges uh who was you know arrested uh, charged with uh, domestic abuse uh charges against his partner uh but as far as i know i think the court case is still going on but i don't believe as far as what, what, what i've seen now that he's going to be kind of a you know imprisoned or anything you know he might be might be like kcp yeah. playing with the the ankle brace yeah uh, if he does go back to the uh, the nba and it kind of seemed like at the end of there his uh, his tenure with the hornets uh that even before this that he probably was moving on i mean he was rapping uh about how if they don't give him the bag he was going to the pistons and yeah. pistons are actually one of the two teams who are rumored to still have interest in uh miles bridges uh and the other team being the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, but before we even get into those two, Jordan, do you think that Miles Bridges deserves the second chance to be allowed back in the NBA? Because it's still no. pretty fishy. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot that's come out. Uh, I mean, nobody's uh, nobody's 100% innocent in anything, uh, but he sure, sure as hell isn't innocent in this. And it looks like it, if he, because he, he would come back and I guarantee he'd still get, you know, pay, he's going to get paid a decent bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think last i checked he pleaded no contest to the charges and i think that just means like you're you're not gonna throw yourself at the mercy of the court yeah yeah. something like yeah i'm I'm not a law expert but uh i mean i'm not saying miles bridges would never ever deserve you know a chance back in the nba at some point like I, i i'm not i i don't I'm not gonna pass out judgments like that. Like I don't know who the guy is. I, 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 but I know you know you you shouldn't do ever what he's fucking done, and you should be you know charged for it, and and you know justice should, however it's you know dealt out should be done. But like one mm-hmm. thing that you know should like you shouldn't have a chance to be back in this league less than like basically a month into the fucking season uh, where he's be- not yeah, really even yeah. missed. Like where, where is the sort of you know, like th- that that would be like there's no punishment really from from the NBA side anyway. Like he he, he should. They'd love to like, get away it with way, that. They don't want to fucking is, do anything. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't want to touch it. But like it's way too early to for for me to be like, you know, as a fan, be okay with uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, someone who did that back in the NBA already. Like and and you know, it, I, I think there's lots of people who think he should never have a spot in the nba uh again and i i can't really disagree with that at this point like that the, there's there's 
a very few number of spots, select number of spots in the NBA that anyone in history is ever going to actually get. And there's a lot of deserving people yeah. who miss out. So I don't think we should be, you know, splitting hairs, you know, because Miles Bridges is, you know, a, a great athlete uh, that he somehow deserves to be in this league uh, when, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he did something that was awful. So, so yeah, I, I definitely don't think he should come back. And I think it would be a really bad PR move for, for the, you know, either of those teams either to, team. to, to yeah. pick him up. Especially the um, Lakers. Oh, my God. LeBron, yeah, but, uh, would have, he'd have to really spin zone this. But I will say, you know, we were just talking about the Kings and Terrence Davis. Like, the, the Raptors dropped him for domestic, you know, largely because he had, yeah. you know, similar problems. I don't know if he was actually charged. Uh, but now here he is a few years later with the Kings. I don't know if anyone really talks about it down there or cares. But, you know, after a while, these things do kind of, uh, you know, unless you're com- continuously repeat re- repeat offender in this area, you know, you, people are uh, do tend to kind of forget about it a little bit, I should say. And I don't think that's necessarily good, but I think that's that's just hey. the way things go. So I could Carl see a Malone situation played like 20 years. Yeah, in the yeah. NBA, I mean, look, at it, yeah, fucked. I know. And it's across sports, too. You know, it's 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 just yeah. a thing oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah. But but uh but if, yeah, if we're talking about right now or even at all this season, I would not. He, he does not deserve to play in the league, and uh, I would not. I, if I was a team, I wouldn't do it. I think you're going to get lambasted, and he's not even good enough, really, to be worth that trouble. Like he's, no, he's a good yeah. player, but you know, it's not like well, he's both uh, these teams, and not not that anyone would be. But, season. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking at it now. So, yeah, he pleaded no contest, which means so uh, for, he'll be on three years probation, no jail right. time, 50, 52 right. weeks of domestic counseling, 52 weeks of parenting classes, uh, 100 Doesn't hours have time of time to be on service. a roster. Yeah, weekly drug testing, pay an $800 fine. Fuck, how's he going to do that? 800 um, he, he can't own any weapons or ammunition, and he must obey 10-year protective restraining order from the woman. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, he'll be, he'll be dealing with that for quite a long time. Uh, so he'll yeah. be, uh, he'll have to be, you know, kind of monitoring this? himself and whatnot. But I, I don't think, I also, it's funny. I don't think that the fit really like on the Pistons, maybe a little bit, but if we're going to actually talk about the basketball fit, he would not work on the Lakers. I mean, they'll use anyone they can get, but yeah, he's not the perfect guy on the Lakers. Like, I, yeah, I don't get cause, it. I mean, it's a blank, a certified Palenka moment, man. Very, very much so. Yeah. I mean, he had a, a, a little bit of, a, you know, last season he started out shooting the ball really hot and then he dipped right down, back down to where yeah. he kind of more so kind of belongs, you know, low thirties. Uh, and you know, it's, uh, that's, you, you do not, the Lakers do not need a low thirties, uh, shooter out there who, who probably at times thinks he can do a little bit more than he, he does. Like he worked really well with Charlotte, uh, as a young athlete flying up and down the court, but you know, the, yeah. the Lakers don't he really do the, that. He, he, he kind of set the tone for, uh, their, yeah. their, the criminal activities over there. Yeah, he did. Uh, and you know, the Pistons, yeah, that would work. Uh, I guess he's also from Michigan, or at least he went to Michigan State. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, that that'd be a good kind of, you know, yeah, on the court wise, uh, a, a good fit for sure. Uh, and another young guy who can kind of slot in there. Um, but uh, yeah, for if, you, if we're talking about the Lakers, yeah, that's not the type of player they they really need. Also, not the greatest yeah. defender in the world. Uh, that's not going to yeah. help them out that way either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, only only time's gonna tell. Uh, but how about this, how Matt? Long. For a rule, uh, it, uh, when you when you no longer have an active restraining order against you, you can play in the NBA again. So ten years in ten, 10 years, years, you okay. can uh, come back, Miles Bridges. 
He'll go. He, he should, him and Dwight should form a super team in uh, Taiwan. Yes. That, uh, he probably, he's probably not allowed to leave the country. Uh, <laughs> so you might, he, maybe he could zoom in. I don't know. Can you, can you remotely work in uh, professional yeah, basketball? I'm sure that's probably a way. Um, but uh, something you guys can do remotely is follow us at Big Doug Ball Talk. Uh, you know, check us out. We're uh, always trying to update our social media as uh, often as possible, and uh, you know, we're we're trying to get get you guys as much content as we can. But you know, uh, the the continued support and more support uh, will always help us. You know, be able yeah. to clear more time and uh, you know, gather more uh, more resources, uh, if you will, to uh, be able to bring you guys more content. So follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, and uh, you know. Be sure to come back every Monday and Friday for, for the latest episode of the podcast. Yep. Uh, but for, for the Big Dog Ball Talk team and Katie, it's been Matt Eichhorn, yeah. Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, Argos, Matt. The Argos won. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, the, the, we got the, we got the great heard, cup. I, I might have heard somebody honk outside my apartment <laughs> really? uh, last night. But That's I don't raucous. Think that's no, more. I don't think it actually. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it was yeah, just like no. a guy not moving out of red light. But, yeah, uh, I guarantee. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, the city went the crazy Argos. last night. City went crazy, man. It was. Oh, no I one's going out. to the parade. Hey, no I want to go. That. I'm gonna go. It's on Thursday, Matt. Yeah. Me and you. We went to the TFC parade. Uh, yeah. We went to the TFC parade. <laughs> we rolled up. We rolled up like half an hour late, and we walked right up to the stage. That was embarrassing. <laughs> TFC fans, you guys didn't show up at all. Oh like, come I, on, I, Matt. I, they I, were I, trying. We watched one. We watched one game, and there was like 25 people there. I was like, bro, okay. Then we Shout out Josie Outdoor. About this uh, cold day too. It, it was cold. That you know what? I think that's mainly the issue. I I I would hate to be. Yeah, I I I love that the you know the. Raptors parade, presumably, presumably the Leafs parade, if that ever happens, that'll be a nice, warm, late spring, summer weather. It's it's tough. Well, it's Raptors tough to get anybody. Brutal. Oh, oh. It was too hot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was, uh, you know, bacon. Uh, but uh, no, the Argos, we won. We beat Winnipeg by one point. Mm-hmm. Crazy game. Uh, it was it was great. You watched it, right, Matt? I know you did. No. Oh, come on, man. Where's your support? Where's your team spirit? Uh, but we we we, we I, did it. I, I, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, good for the Argos, comeback win uh, to, you know, the, the Blue Bombers, big favorites. Um, but oh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, whatever. Uh, CFL, I don't care. Just bring us an NFL team to Toronto. That's what people want. Yeah, yeah.